Good day to you, everyone. This is Lori Lux Live, bringing you the Rules of Society podcast. What are we about? Anything? Everything? Nothing? I'm probably going to ramble a lot for a little bit, but maybe that'll help you forget about what happened today that was super stressful. Maybe things didn't go your way and you were upset. Maybe it was just a rough day and you're just like, I've got the itis. I don't want to deal with anything. Well, I want to be here with you and maybe we can just chill and relax and not think about these everyday things that bother us. So that's my goal. Um, again, greetings and hello to everyone listening and even to the abyss floating around there. I'm not sure what's going to go on, guys. Um, I just want to welcome you to my podcast and thank you for listening. And giving me a chance this evening. I've always been told that I've got a face for radio. Uh-uh. Messing with you guys. Um, I don't have any sponsors yet. So hopefully we can get there sometime. It'd be really rad. I don't know what kind of sponsors we get. Maybe we can get some mattress sponsors. Because maybe my podcast will help you fall asleep. Um, maybe we can get some aromatherapy sponsors. To help you relax and distract yourself from the environment that you're in. Maybe we can get some exercise sponsors, guys. You know, nutrition bars, drinks, um, equipment. Who knows? The world is our oyster right now. And it's kind of like, where do you want to go as well? Do you guys want to have a sleepy time, relaxing, unwind from the day type of podcast? Do you want a motivating podcast? Do you want to hear about my life? Do you want to tell me about your life? Do you have questions for me? Maybe I have questions for you. You know, it's just going to be a two-way street. Let's work it out together. So the theme of the current show that we're going to go through is there really is no theme right now. Um, I have ideas that I, I want to work with, and I have to give ideas to other people, get ideas from other people, um, listen to my inner critic. I really, 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 really deep downside, my inner critic is a complete jerk. Believe it or not, I've been sitting on this podcast for over a year, right? So I've logged in to my Anchor account, because I'm going to be using Anchor FM right now until I learn a little bit more about the loops and ins and outs of what I can and cannot do and where's going to be the best for this podcast and where's going to be the best that you guys are going to listen to? What's going to make it easier for all of us to hang out together, right? So I looked at the date and believe it or not, December 27th, 2018 is when I recorded one thing, 18 seconds long. This is my closing credits for the show. I started backwards. And a lot of it had to do with my fear. I have a lot of fear going on. Um, also, what happened right before December 27th, 2018. Um, I bought my first house. I moved. I was, you know, getting into normal life, I suppose, that wasn't living with roommates, wasn't living in other um, people's houses, wasn't renting houses. I wasn't renting. This is the first step that I made that said, Hey, we're going to be a grown adult. We're going to have an adult thing like a mortgage and we're going to start paying it. And this is what I'm going to do. 
So it was getting into the house and it was, you know, settling in. It was probably like maybe one or two months before I decided to record this podcast. Then I came across a podcaster, Mr. Santoro. And I listened to him for a while. I'm trying to think of his first name. I think it's, I want to say Joe Santoro, but I'm probably going to be totally wrong. He's on um, YouTube as well, and he started working on his podcast. Let me look him up. I, maybe Jay. It starts with a J, J. I'm hearing a J sound in my head. I'm just going to hop over here on Leo's laptop and take a look on YouTube.com. Um, waiting for it to go. All right, let's look him up right now. Nope, not Jay Santoro. I'll think I'm, I'm having like a brain leak right now. It's, it's kind of been like a stressful day for me as well. And so I'm kind of uh, kind of just doing this to decompress and see maybe if I can find some peace in creating a podcast and not being alone, being with you guys who are listening and actually having someone to talk to or better just listen, you know? Sometimes just having a really good listener is all you need. But anyways, back to the story here. I am going to ramble a lot. I do apologize about that up front. Um, it is the first episode, and I'm going to celebrate this episode. I'm really excited. I'm going to be squirreling around everywhere, and, you know, different ideas are going to leak, and I'm just going to spit them out and just kind of go from there. But anyways, it's, uh, his name is Santoro can't remember his first name right now, but it is a podcaster I listened to for a while. And he is in the L.A. area. And unfortunately, he kind of like just, just stopped podcasting. It's been, you know, over a year. I think it was in November of uh, 2018 that he quit podcasting. I think that's when it was. I'm not sure off the top of my head. But I remember listening to his first jumping back into the podcast thing. What I got from it was that he was really excited. This was going to be a new creative outlet for him. He was going to like split his time between YouTube and um, podcasting. And he's focused mostly on podcasting for quite a while. And I listened to it and he would interview a lot of friends and everything. And it's a pretty good show. You know, it, it kept me, kept me entertained and interested until I listened from the first podcast to his, you know, most recent one or the last one that he did so far. Hopefully he does come back. But I listened to it, just how he sounds so calm, and he was kind of like goofing off in the first first uh, podcast that he made, and it was just, it sounded like freedom. It was really cool. And what I got from it was that this may not have been the first time that he did a podcast. However, I've kind of like looked other stuff up, and I couldn't find anything else made by him. But, you know, things happen. We, we, have a creative endeavor that we get into and we destroy it. We just make it disappear. We don't want to see it or we just hide it and we have it in secret and we enjoy it for ourselves. So I'm not quite sure what's going on. Um, you know, I have reached out to him, like tweeted him a few times on Twitter and he never got back to me. So, you know, I just, it just, he is who he is. That's his thing. I'm not going to say, you know, anything bad because, you know, I don't have anything bad to say about him. I just really wish he'd come back and do more interviews so I could learn more stuff about the people that are around him. Cause I always believe that, you are who you hang out with, and it feels kind of weird right now because I'm hanging out with the abyss, so does that mean I'm nothing? I don't know, or am I everything? Because the abyss is everything and nothing, I suppose. But anyways, um, yeah, I listened to him for a while, and, you know, that was it. It was, it was kind of saddening to hear, you know, that he just stopped doing it. 
And I also listen to other podcasts, you know, that are regular shows like NPR type stuff or um, I think like This American Life. They have actual journalists and stuff that do shows. Um, I listen to like Serial was another podcast that I listened to. And a few like a lot of murder mystery type stuff of uh, weird things going in towns. Um, I think there's a thing called uh, Poop Town, but of poop, it was like the other four-letter word. I'm really going to try to be careful about what I say in this podcast because I want it to be something that everyone can listen to. So I do have the propensity to drop the F-bomb or drop whatever bombs. I'm going to try my best to edit those out so maybe later on down the road when we get more comfortable. And I kind of can see what you guys want in the community here, you know, and what you guys want to listen to when you're hanging out with me. That um, do I need to beep everything out? Or maybe, you know, like on one um, – podcast system I beep everything out or maybe like I go over to Patreon if I ever go that route and I give you the full you know uncut one or maybe I do YouTube and we record you can just listen to it raw and see it you know before during after cuts whatever you know just I guess we'll just figure it out and go from there if this is going to be something that I want to do um I haven't had like an official meeting with myself about what we want to do and you know I want to give all the voices in my head a place at the table to air out grievances and bring up ideas. And what I mean by the voices in my head is that I have an inner critic. I have somewhere in there, there's someone's like, um, my motivator's kind of like, yeah, do it, do it. This is a good idea. And then I have, you know, the other person who's just like, uh, no, this is going to be crappy. This is a waste of time. Don't do it. You're going to suck. Both. So I'm just going to go ahead and do it and go from there and revisit this whole thing. Um, what should we talk about in the show? Maybe just the ideas I have that I want to work on later on down the road. Um, I do prison outreach. I am actually writing someone that is in prison and hasn't been in prison for almost 20 years or so. He was uh, convicted of a murder charge and there's a situation going on. I don't want to get too deep into it because that might be a season that we explore together. Um, I've been writing him for almost two years. He's very open and transparent about um, himself. And I think it'd be a good person, you know, at some point that if I check in with him and say, hey, uh, remember that podcast I was talking about? Do you want to be a part of it? And, you know, and maybe I can include, you know, sound clips if I call him or he calls me. We can do sound clips and just talk about stuff. Maybe we can talk about his case. I have a lot of his paperwork. Um, I have an appeal that he did. And I kind of have an idea of what was going on with the situation, but I kind of want to delve a little bit deeper. Um, I know a little bit about his family and it's something that we can talk about, but like I said, to respect his privacy, I do need to check in with him to make sure that it's going to be okay with us working on a project for a season. Um, again, back to me starting this podcast, how long is the season going to be? I don't know. Is the season going to be like four episodes, one episode a week? Is it going to be eight episodes, two episodes a week? Is it going to be, you know, 16 episodes a month? I don't know. And then one month, you know, it's, it's, it's one season or maybe we work, you know, one episode a week for three months and that's season one. I don't know. I, I really don't know how to break up the segments and what to expect or which way to go. I mean, everybody is so different. And on this podcasting platform, we're so free to do whatever we want. Another podcaster that I recently started listening to, um, at least several months just to check him out was a, uh, I think it's called the sleep with me podcast. And Mr. Dearest Scooter, he runs that podcast, and he does kind of like a sleepy time 
um, calm you down, you know, maybe do a ritual to help you fall asleep because I have problems sleeping. I have been diagnosed with insomnia, anxiety. I have sleep apnea. I have to use a CPAP. Um, yeah, you know, just regular aches, sleeping on beds that aren't, you know, the greatest. And let me tell you, I spent, oh boy, I hate dropping this number, almost 10 grand on a bed. And everyone's like, oh, what the heck kind of bed do you have? Well, I decided to get a very expensive grown-up bed that is going to last because I have slept on so many different mattresses and just have not been happy with any of them, you know, and I've always wanted to try this bed, so I bought a sleep number. This thing has been a game changer. Um, so you guys know, I have like two liters of liquid sitting on my desk here with me right now. I have like a liter of Kirkland Signature Organic Coconut Water brought to you by Costco. No, that was not a sponsorship. Might as well be because I drink this stuff and I might as well get stock. I buy, buy boxes and boxes of it whenever I go. It is amazing. I love coconut water. It has the electrolytes I need. It keeps me away from soda and everything else because, man, I love soda. And I just recently broke that habit maybe like three months ago. Whew, that was a hard one. Um, I still do drink a Sprite every now and then. Um, so I graduated to drinking coconut water more often. I've graduated to drinking um, oh, sparkling water, LaCroix, and, you know, all that fun stuff. And I also am drinking a liter of smart water because I don't want the sticky mouth. And I'm here, sorry, if you're hearing the sticky mouth on the podcast, I probably sound like a politician that is speaking a million miles an hour and blabbing, and then they have the sticky mouth and you hear the clicking and clicking and it drives me crazy so to that i drink my one liter of smart water because i already drank my liter of coconut water getting ready and getting brave enough to come join you guys this evening so we got the bed i'm super comfortable in that bed it helps me sleep um also when i'm sick or my body's aching after doing like a workout or you know i did something and pulled a muscle I can adjust this bed to either be firmer or softer. It's kind of what my body wants and how I feel. And I go both ways. And everyone has, like, their own number. And off the top of my head, I don't remember what my number set at. Because, believe it or not, guys, I packed up two of my suitcases, two of my carry-ons, jumped on an airplane, and I headed down to the Los Angeles area. Because it seems like that's what everyone does. And I was like, you know, why not Why not do it too? You're in Los Angeles, head over to Los Angeles, do your thing, because that's what a lot of people seem to do. And I wanted to explore my creative side, see what's going on. So I'm in a hotel. I'm staying at a Hilton. Um, I have my Apple ecosystem here. I have an iPad that I'm currently recording on. I have my MacBook Pro with me. I also have my iPhone. Um, and I'm coming to you today live on my brand new pair of Bose headphones. They're the most newest ones. I don't know if they're like the seven, they might be the 700s if I remember correctly. They have so many different levels of sound cancellation. I'm not quite sure how good the microphone is, I haven't done any recording on it until just now, so I will apologize in advance that each episode that we go through, you might hear some deviances from 
the audio quality. I'm going to try my best to work with what I have. Um, I do know that the credit section that's going to play at the end for you was recorded on my iPhone 10 Max. Um, I think that's what it was. And now I'm upgraded to the iPhone 11, you know, that crazy one with the three cameras on the back. Yeah, that's the one that I have now. I decided not to use that one today because I really wanted to check out if these Bose headphones would work for me. And the reason I want to use them because they work amazing on airplanes. As I said earlier, I jumped on a flight with four bags total. Um, took a flight on Delta, flew down. I've been here for about two weeks, and I will be headed back in about a week. I was hoping that I was going to be down here for about six months. Unfortunately, the cards are not in my favor, and it's going to be time to go back to Seattle. But hey, I'm in L.A. I got pictures, Instagrammed it, because if you don't gram it, it doesn't happen. Anyways, um, if you noticed, I said I'm rambling, so maybe it's helping you sleep. I don't know. Maybe it's helping to distract you. I don't know. Maybe you're trying to push through that extra mile on that bike that you're on, or you're running a mile here, and you just want to get through that last few minutes, and you're cramping up. Maybe I'm just helping to distract you from that. If so, keep doing you, because I'm going to keep doing me here. I'm so happy that you're hanging out with me. I mean, it's awesome. But anyways, um, like I said, the end credits, I did them on my older iPhone, the generation I had before now, with a pair of the the earbuds that came with the phone and held up the speaker that I could. Um, and there's that one. As I'm talking to you now in this longer segment, kind of the, we're talking about the theme and the current show, um, I am on the Bose headphones, so you you might here some some deviances here between you know the different clips that I'm going to transition through hopefully um also at home on my big old windows computer um I have different editing software as well I have uh audacity which I have done um recording with music and stuff like that and some talking and everything on there so I'm a little bit familiar with audacity and now I'm down here and I have my mac and my mac's relatively new I was totally, you know, a Windows person, just used a PC all the time. This is the first Mac that I've ever owned. I bought the brand new MacBook Pro. Um, this is a 15-inch one with the touch bar, so I'm still learning the ins and outs. Like, I'm trying to figure out when I download something, where does it go? Does it go into a downloads folder? Can I change that and have it go to the desktop? Learning all the commands, too, you know, um, out control, delete, um, you know, control C, controls V, all those codes that work on PC but don't work on the Mac. You have to use command instead, so I have to remember all these different ones, and I mean, honestly, I'm starting to feel like a freaking boomer. I don't know how to do anything here, but I'm definitely not a boomer. I'm Gen X, the forgotten generation, guys, and some of you listening probably are Gen X as well, but hey, let's just sit back and watch the show. Let's watch the boomers, the millennials, and the zillennials, or zoomers, whatever you want to call it. Let's just watch them start World War III, and we'll just kick back and be like, eh, we told you so. I'm just kidding, guys. Do what you want to do. Um, so I have a few things, you know, in future shows I want to talk about. We talked about my friend um, in prison. Uh, there was one thing I talked about that I brought up to a friend at work. Um, let her know about that I was in a cult. Yes, guys. Believe it or not, I was in a full-fledged cult. Um, you know, some people don't call it a cult. I respect them, you know, for what they want to believe. Uh, nothing super crazy happened. You know what? I'm going to take that back, guys. I need to tell you that I did have crazy stuff happen. We had a murderer 
in our cult. I kid you not. I have the receipts. I have the paperwork. I met the guy. And I remember that this guy went to prison, supposedly reformed his life, found religion or whatnot, told the parole board that he was good to go. At some point, they believed him, released him. Pops up in my circle of friends, kind of met the guy. He was like, eh, whatever, you know, I don't care who you are. Um, but I didn't know his past, right? We, we didn't. We, as a, and we as um, the small group of friends I was hanging out with, we had no idea that he was convicted of murders prior to him joining us. Um, that was kept secret. There's a lot of drama went on. I do know that the person who was kind of in charge of this portion of the cult was aware of his situation. And this murderer dude um, used his charm and wit, charmed his way in. And guess what, guys? committed a second crime. I believe he killed a third person. I think the first one he killed too, right? So, yes, that will be another season, guys, that, and gals, when I guys and gals, um, I use guys kind of generically. I'm just, just how I talk. I'm really sorry, but I want to include everyone and be super inclusive. I don't care what religion you are. Don't care what your beliefs are. Heck, I don't care you're in a cult. Just do you. But, Anyways, back to this cult thing. That's going to have to be a whole nother season. Um, that one's probably going to be a pretty long one because I kind of want to go through the belief system, um, you know, kind of the authors of this thing, uh, of this cult that I was in, um, other, I guess, branches of uh, the hidden society, I guess you could say, of metaphysics and I guess, you know, witchcraft and occult and everything. If you want to bring that into astro, um, astrology, metaphysics type stuff, um, they kind of all branch together. So this, this one, the cult thing is probably going to be a pretty long season. Um, and that one's going to be pretty fun. I don't know. I'd like to jump into that one. If I keep going the way it is, uh, what do you guys think? Like October, something, you know, the spooky time of the year, because October is my favorite month. So maybe we can talk about the spooky stuff in October. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Um, another thing I want to talk about is, you know, maybe my history and background in the automotive and aviation field. I've been a mechanic in both, um, something I really love, and, you know, it definitely is a male-dominated field. So I'd like to talk about, you know, my experiences with that. Uh, let's see. What about weight loss and mental health, guys? What do you think about that? Take another sip of water so I feel like the sticky mouth's coming on. So weight loss and mental health. I hate exercising. I'll tell you that right now. Um, I've gone back and forth where I've gone through and had amazing spikes where I'm working out seven days a week, five days a week, you know, hit my grind once a day at minimum. And then I think at the peak, I was doing really good when I lived in Arizona and going to college. Those are some other that The college in Arizona story is going to have to go into my automotive bucket of talking about my my uh, life there of like living in the back of a Volkswagen bus and eventually going to automotive school and um, eventually teaching automotive. So there's a whole other, I don't know, maybe short season. Talk about that one. But uh, I just lost my train of thought. Talking about the automotive. Anyways. Oh yeah. Yeah. Weight loss and mental health. Um, mental health is not just mental health, anxiety, stress. I believe that there's also sleep health. Um, as I said earlier, I have 
sleep apnea. I did not know I had it. Um, you know, I think about it, I was like, maybe that's why I chase all those dudes away because, you know, I freaking snore in my sleep or something. And it's not a very ladylike thing, but I do a couple things in my sleep. Um, one, I do have a little bit of snoring and two, I stop breathing. Like I will just stop and then wake up gasping for air. And that just sucks. And it just disturbs your sleep. And when you get your sleep disturbed, you don't sleep very good. You kind of wake up and you're crabby and all sorts of weird stuff happens, you know, with your body when you don't sleep well. So maybe that's another thing we can talk about too, is we can start talking about different aspects of mental health. Maybe we'll have, you know, a mental health day where we check in and we talk about some type of topic like anxiety or depression or, um, you know, people skills or getting better sleep and restful sleep. Sleep is so important. And I didn't realize how important sleep was until I got a little bit older. And like I said, it was recent. It's been maybe like two years when I just recently started treating my apnea and I have to use a CPAP machine and I get such better sleep now. Um, I don't think I snore anymore. I don't know. Someone come, come watch me while I sleep or something. I have no clue. I'm hoping that I don't. The CPAP machine tells me that I'm not having as many episodes as normal. Um, I do know the other night, though, that I woke up a few times because I stopped breathing. And I don't think there was snoring going on, but I just, like, stopped breathing. And you can see how many, like, um, episodes of, uh, I guess, not breathing in your sleep can happening. And it was the highest that I have seen it in a long time. Apparently, you know, the average is only five, but mine was up to 3.5. I have never seen it that high. Um, I mean, I saw a little bit higher when I was first did my sleep study, but that was with no equipment on, but I was wearing my equipment as normal. And I still woke up with, with 3.5 and I just felt like crap that day. I really did. Um, then I checked it the next night and it dropped down to about 0.5, which is kind of where I'm at. Um, I've had it hit 0.0, but usually that's on the weekend when I don't have to worry about getting up for work and there's like less stress in my life. So I've seen it. So 3.5 kind of freaked me out the other day. So I'm really committing myself to following what my sleep doctor has treated me with and going from there. I haven't went to my follow-up. Um, yeah, I've like slacked guys on my health. And this, this is why I think, you know, us talking about mental health and having a mental health day um, would be important to remind us that we need to take care of ourselves. Um, the weight loss thing, you know, as I said, at my prime, I was going to the gym twice a day, um, running about anywhere from three to five miles in the morning and then going back and doing some weights and then again three to five miles again. So that was at the best. I was in college, I was a bit younger, and I was partying a lot. There was a lot of drinking going on, and now I really don't touch a drink. I mean, I'll have a shot of Jameson here and there, or I'll make, you know, my fancy eggnog in the winter and, you know, have maybe like a glass or two of eggnog, and then, you know, it's up to everyone else to finish it, not me. So I've, like, cut back quite a bit. Um, sometimes on my birthday or Veterans Day, I have, you know, a fancy foofy cocktail, and, you know, that's it. But honestly, I'd rather just have dinner, a nice... Dopio shot, you know, espresso with some heavy cream on top and just sip that while just thinking, dang, life is good. And that's what I really like doing. You know, I, I just, 
drinking, you know, cut back. I recently had to get a uh, surgery on my kidneys. Um, I am prone to kidney stones and I am in the process of trying to figure that out as well. So, you know, health, we got to take care of ourselves. So that's going to be some other time. We got to bring that stuff up. Um, let's see, we're at about almost 30 minutes into this podcast, guys. And I need to stretch this stuff out for an hour. I would think hour-long episodes would be really good, but I don't know. What else should we talk about? You know, I have I want to try to make this a calming podcast. We had an opening. Um, let's go back to the opening, I guess. Start over. <laughs> Again, my name is Lori Lux. I am live on air right now, and we're working on the podcast called The Rules of Society. Now, The Rules of Society... I just thought this would be something kind of cool to do because I actually started writing a book called The Rules of Society. And as Wikipedia says, I'm on mine here, it's jumped on the Mac, and it says social rule system theory from Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. Social rule system theory is an attempt to formally approach different kinds of social rule systems in a unified manner. Social rule systems include institutions such as norms, laws, regulations, taboos, customs, and a variety, variety, good lord, and a variety of related concepts and are important to the societal sciences and humanities. Social rule system theory is fundamentally an institutionalist approach to the social sciences, both in its placing primacy on institutions, and in its use of sets of rules to define concepts in social theory. Whew! What a mouthful. Wow. Okay, so in a nutshell, I really want to explore this. This fascinates me. Different cultures, different people, you know, what makes society? And for me, I'm going to tell you now, food, man. We can all bond over food. And different cultures have different food. And I'm down for trying it, you know, checking it out. What's normal to eat in, say, Hong Kong might not be normal to eat here in L.A. What we eat in New York is not going to be the same what we eat in Seattle. I've lived on both sides of the coast. I've lived down in Florida, you know, I've lived down in the southwest. I've lived pretty much everywhere in the U.S. except the Midwest. I'm okay. I visit there a few times. I have family that are from there. I've had their food. I could take it or leave it, honestly. If you're a meat and potatoes guy or gal, I get it. If you love casseroles, I get it. I do too, but I... Man, I love being on the coast. I love my sushi. I love my salmon. I love my clam chowder. I love my seafood. Um, I love having the good Chinese food and Asian foods out here. You know, it's good. It is It is what it is. And I've noticed that the further inland I go, the harder and less fresh it becomes for me to get. Now... You can probably knock me down. There's probably going to be some bomb places in the middle of the country there. I have yet to find them. Maybe that's something I can explore later on, but it is what it is for right now, and I'm only going to speak from my experience. Sorry if I offended you. I did not mean to, but, you know, I only have so much experience, and maybe I can expand on that and try different things. But we have the rules of society. Um, you know, different laws. Like, you know, we're going to talk about... You know, the two murders that I've been in contact with for my life. Um, you know, mental health is, is a lot of times it's taboo. You shouldn't be talking about mental health or weight loss, you know, exploring the realities and science behind that. Maybe, you know, who, who knows? Um, 
beauty stuff. Yes, this is another thing that I guess I could lump into mental health. And if you're one of the guys listening and I'm droning on about makeup or face care, I'm sorry, this might be an episode you'll have to skip, or maybe it'll just be half an episode. I don't know. Or maybe, you know, it won't hurt to slather on some face cream and let it sit and just take care of yourself and relax. You don't have to let your guys' friends know. Totally just do in the privacy of your own home. Just chill and feel good about yourself. There's nothing wrong with that about feeling good about yourself. But I am big into makeup and having um, self-care products, aromatherapy. Um, you know, there's a therapy I wanted to get into. It's called EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization, like rapid desensitization. Or it's something that they move your eyes back and forth like you're in REM sleep. And this, here we go, you know, back to the original thing I was talking about with sleep and mental health is that, yes, it goes hand in hand. And there's something about the rapid eye moving your eyes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth that clears out the mind, relaxes you. And it, it just says something. I mean, it, there's, this, there's a mystery behind it. I'm sure there's science. Um, there's a book I read. By, I think her name is Francine Shapiro. And she talks about EMDR, and there's kind of like a booklet that she has. You can read it, and you can kind of do some self-help. And I noticed, for me personally, there's a scent that I absolutely love that I can smell, and it almost fixes everything. It'll disconnect me from whatever's going on. And believe it or not, it is the scent of lavender. I'm so picky about the scent of lavender, though. There's not all scents of lavender work, but something is better than nothing for me. And the best lavender scent they had is... Hands down, fresh ones that grow in your yard. But I can't have that 24 hours a day, seven days a week growing. Um, weather changes in Seattle quite a bit. But I do have a hedge that I'm working on. I'm hoping, you know, with the next several years that eventually it fills out. And I have a solid hedge of lavender bushes in the front of my house. and just smell that going in and going out all the time. It is amazing. I smelled a little bit of it last uh, last year when I planted it. Um, wasn't very strong, but maybe the bushes are a little, but they are growing pretty well. Um, there's a health company, I think it's called like now, N-O-W, November Oscar Whiskey, and they do an amazing lavender scent. And let me tell you, I might as well buy stock in this, but in Francine Shapiro's book, they wanted to disconnect you from the situation that you're in or whatever you're dealing with is to have a memory or a, like a safe place. And for me, when I was living in apartments, apartments were another stressful thing for me, living in them for many years, is I'd create a balcony, you know, I'd have artificial grass out there, I'd have like a little sitting area, um, you know, I'd buy plants and try to beautify, you know, my balcony and make it comfortable and have like little, you know, lights out there, so I'd sit out there at night when the, when the summer was nice. And I grew lavender out there. And for me, that was my little abode. It was peaceful to be out on that balcony, so get out of the tiny apartment for a little bit, sit on the balcony. Um, and just hang out. And I remember the smell of lavender. I said, you know what? I was at peace. So I took that in that, that, that book. She had to give me homework to do, finding something that reminds you. And I put the lavender on my hands and just cupped it over my face. You know, kind of like this. You should probably hear my voice change. and just breathe. And just take some deep breaths. And I'm sure that, you know, Taking in the oxygen and getting my oxygen levels up probably helped, but it was that scent that calmed me down, and I don't remember what it was. I mean, I was diagnosed with anxiety, and when it was really bad, I was on Xanax um, as needed, because I needed, you know, the quick shot release of, you know, relax right now, we're freaking out, you need to calm down, 
And once I started learning more coping skills and everything, I moved to clonopin, which is more longer acting. It takes a lot more time to dissipate out of your system to help give me long-term relief. And during that long-term relief is when I started working on doing um, mental health work with EMDR um, workbook with uh, doing partial inpatient therapy. Um, I had a deal with some stuff and man, that was, that was fun. That's, that's going to be another episode. It's pretty heavy to kind of drop in you guys in this first episode. And I'm really sorry that I had to bring that up, but you know, it's serious. And I hope, you know, if you're listening and, and this resonates with you, I'll let you know, don't worry, it's coming. You know, we're, we're going to, we're going to be, you and I, we're going to be in the same train, same track, and we're going to be together and we're going to be talking about this and going through that together. Anyways, let me just jump out of that loop there. Um, kind of not sure where to go. I mean, I'm sorry I'm rambling. I just, I just keep going on and on and on and on about something, but hopefully I've piqued your interest a little bit. Um, I guess we can talk about why I'm in LA right now. Um, we got a few minutes here to kill. Uh, I came into LA with my job. I'm down here, um, with an aviation company that I work with trying to help the situation that's going on. And if you've watched the news, you can probably figure out who I work for. It's a big major manufacturer. Not going to bring their name up because, yeah, I'm not ready to uh, bring all that stuff up. But anyways, um, yeah, I'm down here helping the company figure it out. And I was offered a temporary job transfer Originally, it was only going to be for 90 days, and then it got changed to six months. Um, signed it anyways, so it kind of gave me a pretty good deal. Um, pay for my hotel, pay for my food, uh, pay for travel expenses, all that stuff. So it was an opportunity that I really had to take, and I'm kind of glad I did because here I am recording my first podcast and trying to figure out where it's going to go. Unfortunately, um, my contract has been cut short, and I will eventually be flying back to Seattle sooner rather than later. I don't know if I'm going to fly back. I do have my vehicle down here, so I think I'm just going to do the drive back, which is fine. Um, you know, I've done long drives like this before. It doesn't bother me, and it's pretty much straight up I-5 or, you know, up the 101, then I-5, whatever I want to take. I'm still not quite sure yet. Um, still have some kinks to work out at work to get these travel plans to go back to Seattle. And until then... I was told to sit home at the hotel until they figure everything out. So I don't know what's going on. Um, I'm going to have to drop back in the office tomorrow because it seems like everything was done verbally. And if you know anything about being in a union or being in a workplace, you should probably always get something in writing. And um, I figured they had, they, they've dealt with these temporary um, work relocations you know, this company's done it, dealt with it. This is my first time, so I have no clue how it really works. And they should know, and they're kind of dropping it on me. And then I found out today that I needed physical paperwork and an email done, and they didn't provide that for me. So it's just dragging on. I have to go back and ask them why things weren't done. So um, I'm going to try to enjoy my last bit of time here in L.A., uh, maybe – if I take a vacation, I fly back down and just, you know, get stay in a hotel and refresh myself and get more, more, uh, 
me time to work on the podcast, but I'm hoping that I can take this energy with me back to Seattle. I do have an office in my, my house set up. It has my computer. It has, uh, you know, paintings on the walls, drawings on the walls, stuff. You know, that, that's just me. I feel comfortable there. My books. My mom recently just bought me a new couch. So my old couch, I have, I can bring in there and have guests. I mean, it'd be something pretty cool if I bring guests on the show. I do have some people that do some really cool stuff out there that would be something cool to do. And if you guys are interested in maybe listening to interviews, that'd be pretty cool too. I love listening to what other people are doing with their lives. Um, you know, I have a friend that he's a Marine veteran and he plays on Twitch and, you know, he actually brings income in from Twitch, you know, and maybe we can ask him some questions about his stuff there. I actually worked with him when I was an instructor at a college and I met him there and he was a security guard. So I maybe have to bring that up with him as well. And I have talked to him about it, you know, just, you know, let's just do a, a feature where we just, BS, sit down and talk and find out what's going on in each other's lives. Um, I have a friend that I haven't seen for several years. He's going to be flying into Anaheim or San Diego tomorrow. So he's probably flying into Ontario and driving down, I think. And I haven't seen him forever either. So I'm kind of trying to make the best of it of me being down here in, in a SoCal area by LA and stuff. And just checking out different things. I've found a few different food places. Pictures are up on Instagram if you've caught them. Um, visiting some friends, meeting some new people. Um, so far, I mean, I'm really not hanging out with anyone from work. I kind of like have my, you know, six degrees of separation there. Let's get away from work people and stuff. You know, I wouldn't mind hanging out or whatever, but it's just like I'm not part of that culture supposedly and you know, there's, there's different things that are coming into play with that as, you know, my age. Um, I'm definitely not a zoomer. I am not one of the, I'm not one of the, um, younger millennials. I just don't fit in, um, with that crowd, but they are some, you know, some of the zoomers that I met are like really cool. Some of the kids, you know, that are, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, the younger, younger guys and gals, they're pretty cool. And they, they actually listen, you know, I talked to them and, you know, it seems like they're very thankful of some of the advice that I give them. And I'm not pushy about it. You know, I just try to talk to them about personal experience, um, you know, ask them questions what they want to do and say, you know, maybe I've experienced that. And maybe there's something that you can learn from me and, and kind of give them advice, you know, and they are going to do what they're going to do. I'm not going to be upset about that. That's just something, you know, that we're all humans. We're going to do what we're going to do. And this is how we're going to do it. And, you know, advice is always nice. You know, but the mistakes are our own to make. We have to make our own mistakes and learn from those. And so I'm hoping with this podcast, I find my voice. I find what I want to say, um, whether it's to the void or whether, you know, it's to you, lone listener listening right now. Maybe we can resonate on some stuff and, you know, make something pretty cool. Um, let's see here. I don't have any sponsors yet. Maybe that'll come down the road. And we talked about earlier sponsors of, you know, getting like purple or something to sponsor us and maybe let me do a demo and I can review that with you and doing some reviews on different things. What type of stuff do you think we should review? I mean, the mattresses are cool. Um, I want to check one of those out because I do need to get a mattress from my spare room shipped in. So that might be something I can think about as well. Um... One thing that I wanted to get, if I was planning to stay in L.A., I was going to buy one of those huge old sleep sacks. 
that's what they're called with the big old beanbag chair that you know you can fit a bunch of people on and everything so I was thinking of actually getting one of those and renting out an office and setting up like my small podcast studio and having like uh my sleep sack in there so I can pass out and sleep in there and wake up do the podcast wake up do work regular you know the regular nine to five that I gotta have and then come back and do the gym to shower all stuff come back have a sleep pod to sleep on or excuse me um sleep sack to sleep on and then just get up you know and just live just bootstrap it that that was kind of my my dream my theory you know that I had of coming down here is just living as you know as, as bootstrappy as possible you know I've done it I've lived you know the back of the 67 bus while I was trying to get my feet on the ground in the automotive industry I had you know basic craftsman tool set you know, I didn't have any education, you know, I found some training, you know, found some shops to work for, and eventually, you know, I worked myself up, all the way up to working for the dealerships that I wanted to, going to the school that I wanted to, getting the toolbox I wanted to, getting all the tools that I needed to do my job, and then having, you know, money to buy more tools for all the new stuff that was coming out every year that I had to be proficient in, and then eventually got to the point where I was teaching, you know, other people, other college students and other um, you know, high school students, how to work on the automotive field and how, what to do there and what to expect. And I may have shattered a few of their dreams. You know, you get you get burnt out in that field. And, you know, unfortunately, I was one of them. And my toolbox is at home now. Everything's good. You know, that, that's a whole other mess we can get into about the automotive thing and me bootstrapping up and working to where I got. And I'm now in aviation, and aviation for me is, it pays a lot better. Um, I'm not expected to buy up tools on my own. The tools are provided for me. I'm just, you know, my job with the tools is to make sure they're in calibration and they didn't get dropped too many times and aren't putting airplanes together incorrectly. So it's 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 a lot easier. It is very stressful. Um, a lot of personalities, but with my experience, you know, being in, in uh, the mechanical field, a lot of these people that I'm meeting are the same people I've met in the past, you know, just names and faces change, but personalities and, you know, attitudes, they don't, you know, the stuff that was going on in the automotive field, some of it has carried over to the aviation field. The only thing that I notice is really different in the aviation field is management. Management is a whole, whole, whole nother beast that is different compared than the automotive industry. So I've noticed that was, was the big uh, difference there. But Anyways, that's, that's you know, a whole other thing we can talk about. We can talk about the cars I've driven, the cars I've worked on. I mean, I've worked on Audi R8s that cost, you know, as much as a house. It's just unreal. And, you know, the cars that I want to buy, the cars that I own. Um, that was another thing I was going to do down here. I was actually was going to head over to the Porsche dealer and see what they have available. Um, I was interested in a couple models. Uh, either the Panamera or 718 were the two vehicles I was interested in. I would wanted to go in and test drive them and see if this was a reality I could make myself. And it seems like, you know, it, it really is. I think I'm just going to put that on the back burner a little bit more and kind of focus on a few other different things like this podcast for one. Um, you know, I really want to get organic normal followers like I don't want to go on you know hardcore advertising like let's listen to this you know here welcome to my podcast and you know just do ads everywhere you know I, I probably am going to have to do it at some point 
you know, who knows, maybe in a year, five years, 10 years, if I'm still doing this, you know, this, this is something I can look back on and be like, oh, you know, you were right, or oh, you know, that was incorrect. We have to do something a little different. Um, you know, things are always changing, and that's something that I, I got to keep my eyes on and hoping that I can find the time to at least visit with you guys every now and then, you know, keep in contact. Um, you know, I really appreciate it that, you know, you want to come and listen, and it's, it's going to be pretty cool because I would like you to feel like you're sitting in my office that I have built. You know, I have, you know, a nice computer and table in there. I have a bookshelf. I have a big old couch, you know, you can sit on, um, stuff to look at on the walls, and eventually you get some, you know, recording equipment and get everything set up so I have a nice, clear voice. And then, again, you know, maybe if we do the Patreon, getting a good camera set up and good lighting so people can see the behind the scenes of who we're hanging out with and what we're recording for the day and getting the nitty-gritty, you know, the unedited version. So, you know, Patreon's another thing that I've kind of been on the fence about. Um, you know, they always talked about, I guess, back in the day of being, like, Internet beggars. And that was another thing, you know, that brought up people that come on the Internet and, you know, just beg for money. But I don't have a problem giving someone money if they're a creator, if they're actually doing something that's beneficial, you know, whether it's just providing the entertainment or, you know, the comedic value, or is this something that's educational, or is this something, you know, that that can help you, you know, with your personal health or mental health? Is this something that can boost you on that? Or is this something, you know, that keeps you entertained at, at work, you know, and can you throw maybe, you know, a couple dollars or, you know, a cup of coffee at or a beer at, you know, if the person's drinking, you know, in, into beer and shots or whatnot, maybe buy, you know, giving them money so they can do that to have their vice and continue creating to keep, you know, ourselves entertained. Do I have any vices? Do I have anything that I want right now? No. I mean, I would love so many things, but, you know, just even getting one listener would just be super amazing. Um, you know, I just want to celebrate everything. This is my first episode, as I've said a million times. First episode, I'm just going to ramble and go on and on and on about stuff. But, you know, I did it. I, uh, you know, I thought about it and I sat, you know, for over a year. I said, I got to find out how to get down to L.A. Am I going to have time to do it? Am I going to have, you know, this and that? Am I going to have all my recording stuff? And I just, I'm down here. You know, I got my bootstrap stuff. They say, you know, I've got brand new MacBook Pro. I have, you know, a little bit older iPad Pro, and I have, you know, the brand new iPhone. I have my headphones that I bought because I decided to take a flight down here instead of driving down at the company's expense. And, uh, yeah, this is what I'm doing now. You know, I'm here, and it just, it, it came to fruition. It's tangible now. It's not just, you know, a, a wish or a dream or anything. And I'm sure that I'm going to learn a lot of stuff with this podcast as well. And I'm going to learn a lot of stuff about myself. I hope that I can learn a lot of stuff about, you know, society or, you know, my listeners, you guys are part of society. You might just be, you know, hidden or quiet from society, but I know you're there. Um, you know, there's listeners that are going to be super quiet. You might be shy to comment or like, or subscribe, but you're there listening. You're committed on your own time. And I know you're out there because I'm that way. There's some podcasts I listen to that I'm not subscribed to. But I listen to as much as I can. And, you know, actually, that's kind of what happened with uh, the Sleep With Me podcast. I am, a, you know, I'm a quiet listener. I just listen. And I reached out to him, Dear Scooter, on Twitter. 
and told him thank you and you know I'm a believer in his podcast now and that his most recent episode I was so thankful for that I couldn't fall asleep I stayed up the whole time listening and couldn't get back to sleep and it was like the opposite of what he normally does but it was so fascinating and the reason why it was so fascinating because he was talking about when he first started up his podcast right and so it kind of was a sign to me that okay you have this podcast that you wanted to work on. You're magically down in L.A. You've been talking about this podcast. You brought it up, you know, while you were down here because being in L.A. It reminded you. And the next thing you know, you're trying to fall asleep to a podcast. You know, he talked like The Mandalorian and stuff like that. And I haven't even got to watch that. So hopefully when I get back to Seattle, I am totally going to get down and watch The Mandalorian. Um, see what that was about. Now that the hype's down. But we have so many things. I think Better Call Saul is coming up. And that is like another one of my big things. Um. You know, I'm doing the paralegal thing, and yeah, that's, I love Better Call Saul. I, I'm probably going to create some waves here that are going to ripple out of the abyss, but I like Better Call Saul way more than I liked Breaking Bad. Um, I couldn't even finish Breaking Bad, let's put it at that, and where Better Call Saul, I have, like, binge-watched the episodes that I have available, um, two or three times. And when these new episodes are going to get released, I'm probably going to hurry and binge watch, you know, a bunch of them to get reminded of what was going on. And man, this is my favorite show right now. And also American Horror Story is another one. Um, I just got done watching 1984. So maybe that's nothing we need too, is we can uh, do some episodes where we talk about shows. Like what are your favorite shows? And do you like these shows as well too? Do you like American Horror Story? Do you like Better Call Saul? Do you like Rick and Morty? I mean, there's so many things that I would love to talk about. And, you know, your input about it would be amazing. If Was this a good episode? Was this a bad episode? What do you think? You know, and we can just dissect it and go through it together for, you know, just ramble and figure out what was going on. Um, yeah, so can't, I can't believe it. I am at 54 minutes, guys, and I was expecting that, you know, this is going to be a lot harder than it was really going to be. Um, I am in a hotel. I tried my best to get some sound deadening up because it sounded like it might have been really echoey in here, so I got some of the big old bath towels and hung them up around me. Some of the structures that are available in my hut chair that I've recorded, I'm recording in, um, there may have been a kid screaming at some point running down the hallway. Again, I'm in a hotel. Uh, I kind of heard them through my noise-canceling headphones, so I think that's in there somewhere. I'm not very keen on editing, so I'm very sorry if we're having a lot of the the mouth clicks and pops that uh, exist in doing audio. I don't think I'm going to be able to edit a lot of those out with the software I have here, um, hoping I get more keen on doing that, and I might require audacity. I'm not 100% sure at this point. Um, again, the speaker on these Bose headphones, I'm crossing my fingers. I'm hoping that the price I paid for these puppies are going to be worth it, and it's going to sound okay for the time being. Um, you know, who knows? Maybe cheaper can be better. Maybe just going back to those Apple, uh, you know, where you plug it into your phone or your iPad there and record on those. Maybe that's going to be the best bet. Who knows? Um, I'd like to stick with the Bose. The noise canceling really helps me kind of focus on what I'm saying. Um, yeah, so there's, there's that. Anyways, um, everyone, that is our final story time I have for you. I hope you enjoyed your first episode. 
I hope that we are going to be able to have an awesome time together hanging out and listening to stuff we can ramble about or maybe have ideas we can brainstorm together. Who knows? Or maybe it's all going to come from within. Maybe I'm going to have to dig deep and talk to my muse and be like, look, what do we need to have to keep everyone entertained? And, you know, I'm always going to listen to your, your input. I know there's probably going to be, you know, hate mail. There's probably going to be love mail. There's probably going to be subscriptions and unsubscribed. And I'm just going to have to wing it and, you know, take the good with the bad. And if I'm happy doing this, I just need to keep doing this. But that is it, everyone. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. I want to let you know that this is Bare Bones Super Bootstrap. There might be a lot of mouth clicking, a lot of mouth popping. You might have heard some background noises, people running up and down the hallway. I'm hoping in the next future episodes that we will be able to cut back on that or I will learn how to edit everything out and make it a much pleasing experience for you. Everyone, this is Lori Lux Live, and we were bringing you the Rules of Society, Episode 1. Season one. Is this even a season that we can even call it a season? It could just be episode one. Okay, inner critics talking. Well, I'm just glad that I got this done, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Can't wait. Can't wait until you come back and we get into the next one. Take care. Have a wonderful night. Cover art provided by Mark Solarski on Unsplash. Hosting and music provided by Anchor FM. Editing done by yours truly. And as always, thank you for listening.